Today's episode of the Bass Parlor Podcast is brought to you by the Bass Parlor mobile app. The Bass Parlor app was created to help music talent find other music talent. So whether you're an artist, a producer, an instrumentalist, a singer-songwriter, or an audio engineer, you can find other music talent that you want to work with, collaborate with, and create great music together. The Bass Parlor app is available to download on the App Store and in Google Play. So without further ado, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Parlor app podcast. Today, we have producer out the DMV area, Nick Neighbors. What's up, Nick? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good you could be here. Glad you could be here. Uh, been a long time coming, man. Been a long time coming. We met, what, about three three years ago at uh, one of my Bass Parlor showcases? Yep, three years, bro. Yeah, man. You came down there and uh, showed out. Thanks, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. That was yeah. that's fantastic, man. Absolutely. So when you started going to those, you just had just moved out from Boston, right? Um, I've been in for a couple years, a couple years, but I was still like totally new to the DMV, like okay. music scene. So right. it was like it was like fresh out of water. It felt like that at least. OK, OK. And what got you into producing in the first place? Oh, man. Um, it's a long story, bro. Uh, it goes back to damn. Where's my I had a picture on my studio desk. I must have taken it off. But it was a uh, it's a picture of me like six years old playing drums. Okay. So it, it really started there. My dad um, has been like a rock drummer for like 40 years. Oh, so wow. he was already like playing all the time. And so as a young from a young age, I was banging on the drums in the basement and, you know, right. connecting with it that way. And then um, just as time progressed, like my family's musical, and then I started getting into playing piano and did lessons. And then um, my best friend, shout out Jackson Foote, my boy, who's now a producer in LA, he showed me GarageBand, which just blew everything out of the water. Once I saw that you could like play drums and like have 20 different kits, Right. And like I was on the MIDI keyboard, I would go over his house just to play on a little MIDI keyboard and make a little make a little drum pattern. Right. I was like hooked after that. I was hooked after that. And then it just that was like 13 years ago. So I've been just doing it like constantly, constantly, right. constantly. OK, OK. Yeah. It was automatically you just knew you wanted to get into like, you know, hip hop and R&B because you see your dad was a rock drummer. Yeah, yeah, he was a rock drummer. So, but around the house, we really, my mom was a lot of the times the one who played, like who chose what music we were going to play. So she okay. played a lot of soul music, a lot of old R&B, Otis Redding, Aretha Franklin. That's kind of like a, a foundation like from where I came from. And then like hip hop just became like just everything around like 2002. And of course, right. I'm, a, I'm a little brother. So my big brother starts getting into hip hop and I'm like, oh, I want to be like him. So right, then I start right. listening to the music. And then once I hear the beats, the beats like right away, I was like, hold up. This is just this is different. Like, I love how drum centric they are, mm-hmm. just like all the drums are playing. But the groove is there. Right. And then just from there, I mean, it just became it's just been a lifelong passion. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 bro. Especially with the drum background, that drum from hip hop, you're just like, yeah, that's that's for me. That's me right exactly, there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So is that how you, is that your work, how you work usually? Because you gravitate to the drums. It sounds like you start off, when you're creating a new song, do you start off with the drums or is it kind of very based on the, the feel? Man, you know, it's funny. Now I start more with the melody, oh, to really? be honest. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know whether it's like influence of just listening to music nowadays. I feel like a lot of like, 
I don't know when that switch happened, maybe the late 2000s, but I felt like the switch, maybe it was Zaytoven or something, but I felt the switch where it became more like keys and melody leading and then with drums kind of in the back and slowly I've kind of like adapted my sound a bit because I used to make straight boom bap. I was making only boom bap stuff and then I got into house music and then I started making just house music. Then I started making film scores. I played all, I made all this different kind of music. Hip hop was always like my thing. But lately I've like, in the last three or four years, I really made a conscious effort to be like a trap producer. You know what I mean? I made that like, I really made that switch. And I think that might've affected how I, how I produce for sure. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you see a difference? In, so when you're doing melodies now, do you see a difference in how your actual tracks come out versus when you were, you know, doing a lot of he drum heavy stuff now? Oh yeah, 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 D definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I would, I would say the groove is maybe a little less pronounced when I start with the melody, that's mm -hmm. kind of like the centerfold of it. And so okay. I build around that, but yeah, I, I would say like it does lean, make a more, um, yeah, more, more melodic centric kind of like vibe, you know what I mean? Okay. okay. Yeah. And then how about when you work with artists, right? So do you, is your process Do you know, you are, you have a track already created, you go in there, you have them listen to some beats and they like the one they, and they, you know, record to that. Or yeah. get in there and you just create on the spot with the artist. What's your what's your style when it comes to that? Yeah, so it, generally it's been like I have something already. Like most okay. of the time, like I'm really good on my own, just grinding and just every day creating stuff. So I come with I come with there. the beats. And a right. lot of collabs I've been doing, bro. I wish I could do more in studio stuff, but um, really it's been like internet. So I've just been doing stuff right. on the internet, and right. it's awesome, you're, man. You're you can still make that. Yeah, you can yeah. make that click. So your, your app and stuff, man, that's like, that's the future. Like what you're doing is that's the future of collaboration. Like you collaborate across the world. That's, I love what you're doing with that. Okay, I appreciate that, man. That's what we're going for is to be able to, everybody, no matter where you are, be able to collaborate, you know, and then get together and make some good music. So having no barriers for, for geography barriers, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Are there any kind of art? So I know you focus on hip hop and R&B. Are there, what kind of artists do you like working with? Is there a certain like subgenre of artists you like working with? There's all over the board. Man, like honestly, anyone I catch a vibe with, like yeah. seriously, like anybody really is like, I would say it's anyone I catch a vibe with and anyone that invests in me. Okay. So, okay. and I, what I mean by that is like, they want to purchase the beat. You know what I mean? So a lot of how I do business now has shifted a bit from when I, from pre-COVID, which was more like I'm in person and like, you know, interacting with people that way. Now it's like people, I, I track my statistics on my BeatStars page, which is my primary um, store, online store. And I see, oh, he's liking my beats. Oh, let me hit him up. Let me talk to him. You know okay. what I mean? And then, oh, they, they get a little lease or something. They lease the beat. I start interacting with them. Like that's, that's key, man, that, that mutual mutual like interaction because sometimes it can be a little one-sided if you're trying to like force someone to like buy stuff you, you can't do that like at the right. end of the day you know either right. they like it or they don't yeah. you know especially when it comes to music you know it's just like yeah it's, it's subjective music, man you, know, you can't convince somebody to like something no you know? exactly yeah. exactly that makes sense. Were you were you making that connection? I know it's via internet. Do you uh do zoom calls on it? Do you is it mostly just text back and forth the emails back and forth? Yeah usually it's like messages um yeah occasionally it's like a zoom call occasionally but it usually is just like messaging people on like either beatstars messenger or instagram a lot of instagram definitely a lot of instagram okay yeah, a lot of instagram IG. okay okay 
And then who are some of your, your influences? You know, who there's a lot of different kinds of producers, especially nowadays. Um, yeah. Your main influences now. Oh, man. I know um, you got your own stock. Because I heard a lot of your beats, especially then. It's like you got your own feel to it. I, and I love that. I love where your stuff went even back then when we first met. Thanks, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I have like, you know, that's a good, that's a great question. And I, and I like how you said now, because you asked me what my like original inspirations are. Like I got a big poster of Jay Dilla behind me. Dilla okay. was like my, my dog. That was it. Like, I was just like, let me be, I just want to be him. Like, that's just what I wanted to be when I first started. I, <laughs> I want to be Jay Dilla. Started sampling and quickly learned that well, I can't really sample like this guy. Like, I can't really, you know what I mean? But I tried and I, I worked with it and I created my own kind of, you know, mix of Dilla inspired, premiere inspired. Because I really, at the time I started getting into producing, I actually like more of the 90s records. I was more on like revisiting Illmatic, a lot of New York albums. The ones that you actually have on my wall right here. I have yeah, a little vinyl Illmatic. collection. I got Illmatic, Death Certificate, um, Common Resurrection, like my favorite albums. You know, like that 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 was my initial like inspiration was that. Yeah, like, that, that really spoke to me. That's that's my era of hip hop, man. That's my era. That common. I had, I had a lot of cousins from Chicago, so they put me on common back in like the early nineties. You know, way oh, okay, before. okay. That's I what's used up. To love her even before I used to love her. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, that that yeah, that's got my heart. I, I'll always be like kind of my heart, right? But, like, you know, I've, I've progressed and now I have my own like influences. Like my favorite producer right now in the game right now is, mm -hmm. is Wheezy, this cat okay. from ATL. Um, okay. He's like my favorite. So, you know, I have a lot of inspirations, a lot of inspirations. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What advice do you have? Let's say there's a kid in high school or college who wants to get into being a producer and just getting started. They, maybe like you just got, you know, garage band for the first time, just tinkering around. What advice do you have for that producer? just to, you know, help them develop along the way? Man, I, you know, I'll really say, like, just just enjoy yourself. Just, like, enjoy the art, man. Like, it's a privilege to be able to do it. If you're able to find a spare computer at your high school, and, you know, that was me at one point, if you were able to get the software, whatever, you have the privilege. Just enjoy that. Enjoy that first. Just enjoy that. Don't put don't put pressure on it. Don't put too much pressure on it. I'm I'm somebody I used to put a little too much pressure on myself. Like I want a certain level of quality, like relax, like just just chill, like just make just make what inspires you. You know what I mean? Just take it from there and just and just enjoy yourself. That's really that's what I would say to them. Yeah, no, that's great advice. But I know me, when I first started producing, that's what I was listening to a lot of like 70 soul, like Curtis Mayfield, oh, yeah. Stevie oh, Wonder, yeah. and I was trying to yeah. Mix that that soul fiddle with the strings and stuff. Oh man, you're speaking to me, bro. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got so frustrated because I couldn't make it. You know, it was just it was leagues ahead of what I could produce, and so I put pressure on myself. So I think that's really, especially starting out. I think that's some really good advice, man, for real. Yeah, I, and I definitely, you know, I say because starting out now is so you know different, even from when you probably started out. And there's a lot. There's so much information, and there's so many videos, and there's so much content. It's like. I don't know, from an outside perspective, I'd be like, whoa, this is like a lot of pressure. Like people blowing up after six months of making beats. Like, dang, that's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? People want to, I want to achieve that too. It's like, you know, easy come, easy go. I've been doing this for 13 years. Like I just started making money doing it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, just, just enjoy the art, man. If it's meant to be, it will follow you. It will just follow you. You know right. what I mean? That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. Have you, 
you say you've been doing for 13 years. What's changed? Why do you think you that now you just you just booming and things things are clicking? Is it the difference in marketing? Difference in the sound of your music? What do you think is? What do you attribute that to? Man, I'll be honest, bro. Like I like to be real candid in interviews. Confidence, really. And you actually have a lot to do with that, man. I'm gonna continually say this again and again. Those events that you did, you hosted. Like I had, I had great music, but I just didn't quite have the confidence to like put it out, to like really put myself out there. And it was kind of like for for a, a lot of times, it was like my personal diary. It was like my audio diary kind of thing, and I kind of just wanted it for myself. You know what I mean? Right. But then about like yeah, like five years ago things started shifting a little bit. And I was like, wait, maybe I, maybe I actually could do this like professionally because doing it like for fun and professionally are two very different things, right. you know? So I think confidence had a lot to do with it and a plan. I would say plan and confidence are the two, you know, yeah. things right there. Things, for sure, for sure. Uh, that's about it, man. I appreciate joining us here today, Nick, man. Keep doing your thing, man. I, I'm like, I remember when I remember we first met and you came down there and you got up there and played the beats because you came with uh, somebody else. I forgot her name, but, you, but both of y'all. Oh, yeah, Desiree. Yeah, Desiree. Desiree yeah, Desiree. you both came and showed up. I was like, OK, OK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's dope, man. She was dope. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So but anyway, man, uh, once again, this is Nick Neighbors, producer out the DMV area. Nick, thanks again for joining us here today. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you, man.